Welcome to the Lords of Loud. We're four music fans from Australia who've turned our old email debates into this podcast. I'm Lord Ben, and if we were the Beatles, I'd obviously be the smart one, but modest too. With me as always is Lord Brett, the funny one, only because we've seen him dance, Lord Kev, the quiet one, because he can't clip on a mic, and Lord Al, the cute one, with the perfect face for any podcast. There's a toucan. Wow. We should do folly. <laughs> yeah. We've missed our... Missed our calling there. Brilliant. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. <laughs> it's another spooky edition. Is it, very is spooky it, co- is it cold in here, you guys? Oh, I'm getting a chill already. Uh, and if you hadn't guessed, it's the Halloween episode of the Lords of Loud. Can you feel it? <laughs> Can you feel the yeah, chill in the turn room? Turn the lights back on. Yeah. That's why Alan's wearing a pumpkin on his head. That's right. What's and that's that? all I'm wearing. So, that's why I feel chilly. That's why I'm scared to death. <laughs> so, yes, tonight we're going to be playing you our, some of our favourite uh, scary tunes, some monster tunes uh, in the service of Halloween. And we're also mm. going to be looking at some very obscure bands. We, we're always, uh, you know, we're always making fun of Kev because he names these bands that no one on earth's ever heard of except the bands themselves and Kev. Um, and so oh, tonight, that harsh. <laughs> so tonight, <laughs> gonna, press the records. Maybe he's going to pull out some of his finest um, th- bands that nobody's ever heard of, and that'll be a bit of fun. It'll be um, its own horror show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it will be scary. That, that's yeah, uh, but of course, before that, we have to do uh, album of the week. And Al, it's your turn. What have you got for us? Well, oh, spooky. We're <laughs> We're going back to 1993 with sure. a band called... Never heard of it. <laughs> My Dying Bride. And like they, uh, they're, a, they're a doom metal uh, band. Of course but with, but, but with orchestration. Mm. Um, this is from the Turn Loose the Swans uh, album. And this, <laughs> and this song is... Shh, it's spooky, man. And this song is The Snow in My Hand. So skip forward and skip skip out of here. And that's probably about as fast as it gets on the whole album. The rest of it is maybe if you try 3 minutes 30. 30. You can hear some of the... uh, It's a real violin in that case. But it's all very you know, fairly slow. Can you skip ahead about sixty minutes? <laughs> so hang on, hang on, so hang what's on. The album. It's, it, so they're an English band. English band. Sure. Yeah, it's album of the week, not song of the week. What no, no, no. So, so, so it was "Turn Loose the Swans." That was the album. What a lovely, what a lovely idea to turn loose the swans. Yes. Yeah. From a doom metal. So we can band. shoot them. Yes. Yeah. Well, we shoot so them. we can chase them down and bite their necks out. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. 
possibly. I don't want to limit them. Um, yes, so it's a very, uh, uh, I guess, maudlin, uh, maudlin album. It's very uh, slow-paced. Like, it's very mm. doom metal. Like, if you think of metal, you tend to think, oh, it's Oppressive. upbeat and it's, you know... Mm. <laughs> upbeat, like, yeah. No, metal, no, yeah. I, I mean metal generally. Sure. You think it's fast. Light and airy. Yeah. yeah, that type of thing. Whereas this is like, no, we'll slow it right down. And it was, but not sludge metal. No, not sludge. sludge. No, no. It's it's oppressive. It's not electrophobic metal. It's completely different. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's not it's, called Electric Wizard. In every song, it's called Electric <laughs> <Yeah>. Wizard. <laughs> yes, I mean, if if anyone is going to dress up as, you know, something spooky on Halloween sure, and actually scare children, yeah. it's it's you know. Although recent a uh, recent photo that I saw of the singer, is wearing a uh, just a business shirt and a tie. On stage, nice. Nice. so you know, brings a bit of class to it. That's pretty scary. Yeah, well done. So but yes, yeah, so it's it's full of songs like that, an hour's worth, that will make you feel cold and dark. Excellent. So, so it's my dying bride, and just give us the album title one more time. Turn loose the swans. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right. Well, we just um, lost all our younger viewers. That's, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's we used right. to we used to live next door to a guy uh, who was in. Uh, it turns out, not that we didn't know at the time, when we first heard him practicing, uh, he turns out that he was in a band and that did that particular take of the singing, and he mm-hmm. would practice to himself. Oh. Yeah. And so you'd just be sitting in your house and you'd hear this kind of like, God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just got emphysema or something. Like, Guys, wow. are you okay knocking on the wall going, do you want a strep so, you know? And that was, the, that was the whole thing. He'd come out all sheepish in this T-shirt with like a microphone in one hand and like a dead swan in the other. Yeah. And just, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's turned loose, but it's very easy to turn them loose when they just lie limp. That's yeah. right. Yeah. After you drop them to the ground. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Turn oh. the swans loose. Oh, it's yeah. dark. Oh, All right. And sponsor time, sponsor time. Time, Ooh. something like Mary. Ooh. Sponsor the week. Yeah, so let's try, bring. well, this is horror in its own way. <laughs> this is, um, this is Bop Till You Drop. Yeah, Bop Till You Drop. And bop Till You Drop is, Dead. This is a great classic 80s compilation album here uh-huh. on the Concept Records. Who are we looking at? Who is, one of the great labels. We've got all the greats on here. We've got Billy Ocean does, he does duet. Oh, he's got two Billy Ocean tracks in here. Jeez, it must have been short on budget. We've got David Lee Roth. Uh, we've got a bit of What's the David Lee Russell? David Lee Roth. We've got Just a Gigolo by David yes. Lee Roth. Nice. Uh, well, that's worth the price. Yeah, we've got Maneater, Daryl uh, with Hall & Oates yeah, there. Nice. We've got I'm So Excited, The Pointer Sisters. Uh, one Night in Bangkok, good. Murray Head. Yeah, look, it's got some decent stuff on here. This is 1984 all over again. Tears right? for Fears. We've got Shout on there. Uh, and then that goes a bit downhill. We've got Olivia Newton-John on there, Soul Kiss. Uh, they're throwing a yeah. Dan Hartman there. I Can Dream About You. Oh, no, you can't die. <laughs> so it's like it's like these sure compilations. They they you know they spring for five or six decent songs, and then they just put the rest in as filler, the cheap ones they can get get away with. But uh, no, they just can't bend. Yeah, I'm I'm finding it very hard not to just. This is such a flimsy record; it's literally <laughs> bending like a piece of paper in my hand as I'm holding it. Um, in fact, the the inner sleeve is is made of stronger stuff than the record. <laughs> exactly, but this uh, that some cover, classic, oh my god, some classic eighties uh, you know artwork on the cover here. Is, lots of uh, yes. sort of neons and uh, yeah, nice bright colours on that. 
Um, Gave us a flight top. Yeah. What can <laughs> I, I, I wonder how they decide, because it looks like they've featured seven artists on the front. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how they decide, oh, that'll that'll get them. Yeah. yeah. That'll get them. Is yes. that all the side one P, uh, acts? Yeah, no, these, the, these are the big ones. So there's, you know, so on the front they've they've got Donna Summer, Pointer Sisters, Brian Adams, uh, you've got uh, Billy Ocean there, David Lee Roth, Laura Brannigan, and Tina Turner in her mm. full heavy hitters um, in her full Mad Max three outfit. There, <laughs> David Lee Roth is sort of sitting in some interesting company. There, it's not really the people he'd generally be associated with. Oh, yeah. well, that was a you know after he went solo, it was uh, all his, bets were his, off at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was really. there for anyone, doing sure, yeah. any team. Yeah, that's his crossover song, is it? Just, What's interesting yeah. about the cover is that they've got all those people and they're licensed to use their images. Yeah, but they've yeah. chosen to feature. Some of the most heinous yeah. like, graphic art I've ever seen in my life. It's <laughs> wasted. <That's, that's laughs> and I walked to Oregon. I wasted an opportunity. But I, I'm just curious, what's the thought process that goes through Billy Ocean getting two tracks on this thing? Yeah, whenever yeah. yeah. yeah right. Anyway. Billy signed up and no one else signed. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like, yeah, well, no, and you can't just have one, you'll have to take two. And he's, top of the, top of, he's on the top of the album. Yeah. He's the first well, person you see. Maybe that's what you get if you sign up for two, you get top rate postage stamp. Top yeah, billing, right. He's, that's take, he's, taking, he's basically order. signed up for the premium package is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Very good. So do yourself a favour. Go to your uh, local HMV and get yourself a copy of Bop to You Drop. Yep. On ben Zinn, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So, in uh, in light of it being Halloween. Oh, what's that chill? There we go. <laughs> we're going to, uh, yeah, we're going to run through our some uh, some of our favourite uh, monster-themed or scary-themed songs. Uh, someone want to kick us off? I will, just right. just to get it out of the way. <laughs> just to get it. Okay. It's Throw a off. Stevie Wonder song. What? Okay, yeah. Can you find it there? Yep. Mr. DJ, okay. play her up. Superstition. Hey. Does have to say a great song to dance to on Just Dance. The greatest bass line that wasn't played on a bass. Another interesting fact about this song is that uh, you're talking through it. That's another interesting fact about it. Well, there's that, but come on, who doesn't know superstition? Is that uh, the keyboard parts? Uh, I think he's done at least two or three, so that's why no one can ever play Replicate it exactly. It yes, yeah, just like how it sounds. He brings the funk, though. He brings that he funk. He does. Very good. With no. two hands. <laughs> He never song. saw any profits. Or... Not not a scary kind of song, but uh, but no, good. It fits the brief, I suppose. Superstition. Yeah. Yes. Right, yeah. Right. Scary. Yeah. Thirteen month old baby. Ooh. Yeah, most babies are pretty scary. I'll give you that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, Al. What do you want to play? Well, I'll go back to the, uh, the one of the scarier bands that I can uh, I can think of, at least in a in a comical kind of way. This is uh, Misfits with a song called Halloween. Good 
two or three minutes of brutality. I was going to say, he, he did say dead cats hanging from poles. Is yeah. that right? Yes. That's, how, that's what I remember. Well, that's the thing when you read the lyrics, you go, well, yeah, yeah Halloween's are a little different to mine, Glenn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. Young kids in costumes or oh, dead cats on poles. I mean, really. Yeah. You open your bag and Glenn comes up and just pops the, <laughs> pops the dead cat in. So. Nice one. Here's dead cats hanging from all sorts of Europeans. <laughs> um, you go next, man. Yeah, I'm going to throw in... Um, the campus song about a dark subject, um, and this is Blue Oyster Cult with Don't Fear the Reaper. Yes. One of the, one of the great riffs. Sure. Best use of cowbell. cowbell on song. It's devastating. It's hard to fear the reaper if you can hear a cowbell. That's right. Maybe you're calling, you're calling the reaper with the cowbell. <laughs> Bring it on, reaper. Bring on the reaper. Me and Mikhail will take you. It's, it's just nice. such a cozy song, though, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, right. yeah, yeah. it's just such a light. Don't fear yeah. the reaper. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Don't catch me, reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've, I've gone a slightly different way. Um, no. It's a Christmas song, isn't I want to do an experiment with you guys, because I'm hoping you haven't heard this before. It's called Aisha, and um, I want you to close your eyes and listen to this and see if it is as scary as I genuinely found it the first time I heard it. Okay. I'm going to join in. Aisha. We're only just met. And I think you ought to know. I'm a murderer. Wow. Babies in blood. Maybe a murderer is just punky face. I have a portrait on my wall. <laughs> yeah! Wow! That's some creepy yeah. stuff. There we go. It's just it's great. The next level, Kim. It's yeah. it, it's it's Mr. Eggy if you didn't recognise him. Who's Eggy Pop? Yeah, oh, uh, okay. singing with a band called Death in Vegas. So I'm oh. um, points, points, points. But um, <laughs> I can tell you that towards the end of that song, um, he's doing a performance which is just screaming. He's, you know, Eggy Pop does a good scream, but he's just doing a manic kind of like, <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. The video itself, oh my god. So, so yeah. what era was that for Iggy? Hey? What era was that for Iggy? Oh, this is Death in Vegas, so they're 90s. <laughs> and um, <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they brought in Mr. Pop to, uh-huh. um, to give it that age, okay. and I think they, they, yeah, they picked they well. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, just, just mm-hmm. genuinely scary. I put it on in the car for the kids once in a while. They would have loved that. Wow. After a long drive home Aisha. through the hills. Yeah, enough, of, enough of this Wiggles CD. Yeah. yeah, I just need to clear the air a little bit, people. I've got just a little light from the dashboard sure, lighting you up. Brilliant. It's when he says bathed in blood. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Sweet. All right, Brett, what's your next one? Uh, I guess it's a little little like uh, Kev's there, Nick Cave. Yeah. Oh. 
I wonder if we're on each other's toes here, mate. We'll find out. Songs yeah. that you go hey, if I'm at a Halloween party and this is playing, it's just sinister. You know, most of the stuff he writes is just sinister all over. And a bit like him, um, and I have to say, it was my second choice as well. Um, a bit like um, Alan was getting that before. It's hard to be a hundred percent scary uh, without being a little bit comical. Yeah. And this has, mm. despite how disgustingly brutal this song gets. It's still just kind of funny as well, and I kind of have a Tarantino style murder frenzy yeah, yeah, towards yeah, the end. Yeah, but yeah. Um, this is one I wouldn't be playing to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I have my limits. <laughs> All right. Well, I did. I did throw in Werewolves of London, but I'm not going to play that one. Um, I know we've mentioned it before on the show, so I've got one Such we haven't one. played, um, and this is Dirty Creature by Split Ends yes. for Katie. Because she's a dirty creature. <laughs> hey, we've all thought it. That's a great song. Yeah, good one. And that's it. And then that's your real Tim's, you know, mining the murky depths of his own. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Personality, uh, mental experience. There, it's pretty scary. Yeah, good stuff. And in such a delivered in a in a such a pop sensibility that yeah, creepy in its own in mm. right, own right. All right, Kev. I had quite a few more. I've not put them on the playlist. Yep. But I will mention one. Um, um, which is oh, it's hard to choose. There's just so many. Um, let's go with them um, throwing muses um, in the nineties. A bit like um, a bit like um, the one you just played. It has to do with the lead singer's personal uh, battle against um, uh, bipolar disorder. In fact, Kirsten Hirsch suffered from, and she's also got one of those tremulous, uh, sort of Kate Bush style wails. She sings a song called Pearl, and if you can um, sort of locate it and, and get to about you know, about minute and a half in, maybe it changes from just a beautiful um, acoustic uh, introductory song about, you know, romance not going so great, to her really letting rip. And um, when you see her play it live, she has a, a, a demonic way of moving mm. her head like this. Um, demonic's a bit harsh, but it's hypnotic. You know, mm. she just goes side to mm. side, but keeps you in her in her eye light the whole time when she's just keeping beat with her head, um, which all adds to um, yeah, what can be very very scary and very real um, stories about mental illness. Mm. Pearl. You have pearls on your eyes. 
Right on. Very good. All right. Well, I've, I've got I've got another one, but we'll have to uh, go to YouTube for it. My final uh, my fi- final Halloween choice. So okay. yeah. It should be lined up. All right. So this one uh, has Glenn Danzig again. Um, <laughs> after after he finished with uh, the Misfits, he went, he went straight into another band that he started called uh, Sawin, which is uh, I guess the original Halloween. Even though it's it's spelt Sam Hain, it's uh, it's pronounced. Uh, I don't know if you. I'm saying it correctly, Kev. You'd be closer to where the origins are. I Sawin. don't know, but I guess you'll know it. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and th- and this is uh, one of the first songs of the debut album. It's a beautiful uh, album cover as well. They're British and blood. Oh, nice. You're going to say it's a beautiful love song. (laughs) So not only is the band essentially called Halloween, it's also a song about Halloween. It's Electric Wizard all over again. Although, as we've pointed out, if it was Electric Wizard, they would be called Electric Wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Their dogs would be called Electric Wizards. (laughs) They would live in Electric Wizard Street. The, The appliances would be called Electric Wizard. Aye. Very good. All right. Well, I think we'll. Uh, I think we've just just horrified everyone enough with those oh, I'm, choices. I'm, right? I'm well, terrified. That's just, that's just the first part of the horror show. Yeah. So. Honestly, right. yeah, I was surprised how many of these I could find. We we did a show before and we did the movie themes. I could have gone on all night. There was hundreds of them. Really worthwhile listening to. I mean, mm. um, and this was the same. Yeah, scary music just seems to be something. Mm. There's a lot of fun to be had. Yeah. All right, Kev. Well, with the ball's in your court. You need ah. to now... Speaking of going on all night. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Now, now, have we got a limit? I was going to say, shouldn't we have a fact checker to make sure these bands actually exist? Yeah. So yes, when, he says, when he says, here's uh, Toadfish 66, <laughs> and we all go, oh, sure, great, you know. Oh, I've got a Scottish band. Oh, well, of course, yes. Well, I was... <laughs> From uh, the 90s. I will just say that I was delighted to find the third one actually existed on Spotify, because <laughs> mm. I wasn't entirely sure that would happen, but yeah. they were there. Sure, if you no, dreamed of that. No, number three yeah. out of 50. Yeah. Anyway. So where do you start? Um, yeah, where do you start, Kip? Glasgow. <laughs> 90s <laughs> guitar music um, this is a band called Yurizai Yatsura um, so, sorry yeah <laughs> say that again it sounds almost like Glaswegian <laughs> without being Glaswegian it's uh, Yurizai Yatsura it's actually they're named after a, a manga a very um, popular manga um, yeah but, uh, I was going to say something Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're going Glasgow. I'm going. Eh, it sounds very Japanese. <laughs> it sounds like a Glaswegian chasing a bus, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> tripping over his chips. Um, but uh, they 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 came out in um, early, early, I think '96. They brought out um, their first album, um, uh, and uh, they had about three of them. Um, the, the thing that really helped them be nice and obscure was that they didn't sound like where they came from, uh, musically perhaps, but the band name, of course, mm. if, you know, uh, sounded Japanese. And for legal reasons, they couldn't be called that anywhere else outside the UK. So mm. they had to change their name 
elsewhere. To something Scottish? Um, they changed the name to a version of their, their own name. Um, even even when they released albums, they had the same similar problem. So they got mm. they got more obscure than they even would have been. Um, probably the easiest thing today to do is to play you the first track from their um, their first album, um, which I think is first day in a brand new planet or. Or something else. Um, <laughs> Is that obscure? Yeah. I have Siamese. Siamese, perfect. Right? Yeah, yep. so give it some volume and um, see what you make of this noise. References to different cultures and um, guitars that sound quite like other worlds. Sorry, ones. you could understand the lyrics, could you? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, um, I certainly heard "fuck the system" just before. Yes, yeah, uh, before yeah, it yeah, fight, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, sort of a high velocity band. Um, and you know, if you think about the the rest of grunge that was going on around that time, mm. it was a real antidote. You know, it was really nice to find, and um, you know, it was not Pearl Jam. Okay, yeah, I could I could see it's a little bit punk, but also remind me a little bit of bluegrass. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the start, it was just the guitar. Yeah, yeah, And they, you know, enjoyed the, the references. They got their, their Siamese stuff there, and, and on the same album later on, there was a another obscure kind of uh, title track, called, uh, a track called Cupies Like Watermelons. Now, I didn't... Of course. I And I wanted to share this with you for a couple of reasons, um, because I... I just kind of went with it. I've never been much of, um, you know, uh, an investigator into music. I just sort of find it. If it comes to me and I like it, happy days. But um, this one, um, it was stuck in my head because I knew I was getting it wrong. <laughs> it sounded like, what's well, a QP? I didn't know. It turns out it's a little Japanese anime character that enjoys eating watermelons, which is great. <laughs> but to me, and, you know, with my adult mind, um, <laughs> sounded like something else was being suggested by that song and I always enjoyed uh, how far off uh, I probably was <laughs> so Cubies Like Watermelons would probably be another one that I'll let you hear a bit of um, I, now, I mean that's yeah. just that's just in your wheelhouse right that's 90s punk I mean that's and you know from from the home country that's just in your wheelhouse oh, right yeah, of course you, of course you pick that band yeah you can go and see them live or you know you, you can be proud of them for like representing and you know just what i really loved about them was like the kinetic stuff that they did like it really was uh, you know it just wasn't fake plastic trees and everything yeah. else that was kind of like floating around and then so yeah, that's, that's and, the first and, one that sprung to mind, really. And to keep it in your wheelhouse, no one else liked them, so you love them, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. no I, mean, I mean, as much as I probably sound like somebody that listens to stuff that nobody else has ever heard of, um, you know, my wee brother's a big fan, and Bob as well. So that's three of us. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, they had their, they had their following, and, um, you know, Scotland's a small country and Glasgow's a small town, but, yeah, even with that, 
they didn't really get into the charts very much. <laughs> you know, like, what? Yeah, trying to work yeah, out yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think um, you know I'd love it if you guys went away and had a listen to the album because I think you'll get a sense of like you know the fun that was being had sure. and um, I'm all about fun. Absolutely, mm. Professor right. Fun. All right. So Thanks. where do we go from there? Let's go to Wales. Um, a band called Future of the Left. Um, still current. So that kind of um, would would, uh, would surprise you, uh, no doubt. Um, it wouldn't surprise you to find out that the band originally existed as in the form called uh, McCluskey, and they they started off in, in the, the last few years of our previous century. Um, but yeah, M- McCluskey um, kind of disbanded. Although they were a three-piece, they just replaced one guy and became Future of the Left. So there wasn't, you know, <laughs> not a big shift in yeah, personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, there was there was a sort of a Classic. shift in, I guess, um, uh, wanting to move on and do different things. So uh, they're all about um, just crunching, noisy uh, sledge riffs, <laughs> sledgehammer riffs. So we're <laughs> not necessarily my type of thing. It's just a, a just a notch below metal, mm-hmm. and. Some of the best song titles outside of Mogwai you'll ever hear. Um, they did an album or a song, maybe can't remember. Called um, "The Difference Between You and Me" is that I'm not on fire, and <laughs> I'm going to play a going to play a quick quick <laughs> song now called um, "Small Bones, Small Bodies." Mister Music, if you will. Small bones, small bodies, second to semantics, the slightest excuse, the tiniest exoskeleton. She said, the fossil, it sets such a standard, forgetting the reason. This is a house of pain feel to the I'll attack you later for that. Yeah, uh, I'm putting that in cool. the metal category. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can try and sugarcoat it, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the difference between um, metal and these guys is that they're not on fire. <laughs> um, there's there's great lyrics there. There's just so much fun being had, and when you go and see them live, uh, the lead singer Andy Falkus is a classic raconteur man he's just engages with the audience takes the piss out of them they take the piss out. you know he's, he's up for a laugh mm. um and the lyrics you know um reflect that um so i mean there's a few other songs that i could talk about um being the way the band evolved and um, when you go and see them live uh, everyone wants to hear some of the old stuff they want to hear some McCluskey songs and you would probably remember them best as the Violent Cats video um, <laughs> with a song called Lightsaber Cocksucking Blues um, oh, yes, 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 yes which I probably f- send to everybody I could ever you know, <laughs> you know I, 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 yeah. I just thought it was a, a meme joke and um, I know it's in my top 10 you know <laughs> 10, 20 years later, I'm still going to see them live, you know. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention about them is comedy bassists. Um, they, you can hear from what's going on there that they were traditionally a three-piece, that there's a lot of work, um, riffage coming from the bassist. Mm. Uh, and at that volume was such a simple um, sort of dynamic. Um, the bassist just really took over and had to be like a central part of, of any live show. 
and they've had some absolutely phenomenal people. They've had like touring musicians <laughs> instead of like whoever is in the band. I'm and the last couple of times I've seen them, they've had completely different players play the same songs equally well and just be phenomenal and hilarious. Mm. The last guy they had looked like a rugby player. He was massive. Uh, he finished the show um, doing, uh, I can only, only describe it as squats, with a girl from the audience <laughs> on his shoulders, <laughs> standing in the middle of the of the just, dance floor, just, just, just going up and down, up and down, while he played the song, wow. and sang it, no less. Oh, so geez. if you can picture, uh, yeah, what was going on there... Anyway, just 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 to paint a picture for you about um, the fact that it's it's yeah, as much about a live it. experience as it is about um, what you hear on the record. Yeah, and yeah. for me, what you hear on the record is pretty fucking good. Wow! <laughs> All right, so we'll get you a couple more ones to drop in. Sure, like this one. Yeah, I think I think it's important to recognise here with this that, uh, like you said, to get a full picture of some of these acts. Um, this is very important for people to go to the the playlists because we will throw in, share. apart from mm. what we've seen here, we will mm. definitely throw in a couple of extras that show a more rounded picture of of uh, you know what these artists are all about. Eh? Yeah. Okay. So let's bring it home. I've got one more obscure act for you to never have heard of and possibly never want to. <laughs> um, this band's called You Beauty, and sure. they're from um, Victoria here in Australia. Um, and there's a bit of a background story to this one. I'm driving home one night, and I love... Um, I've heard it in 4 Z. I just love the fact that you can still, in this day and age, hear a song that you just want to hear more about. Mm. Um, I think this is about 2014, they brought out a song called Anne-Marie, about which I knew nothing. But you guys probably will know the references a lot better than me. Anne-Marie, it turns out, used to be on a kids' TV show here um, with Angry Something. Oh like yeah, yeah. Thing? yeah, 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 yeah. Right, okay. Agro, agro. Yes. Right, 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 right. Yes. Um, agro used to, <laughs> agro used to give her heaps. Yes, yes. So she was the side partner of this pop, yeah. that angry puppet, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm like, what, what am I listening to here? And bit by bit, I've sort of put the things together, put the references, to, references together. Excuse me. Uh, it was around the time there was a lot of um, drug cheating going on in, in rugby league as well, and. <laughs> the line that stuck in my head from this and made me investigate them more, even though I said previously I wasn't much of an investigator, um, was um, he was doing a, a show for charity TV. The club made him go because he had chuff in his pee. Um, <laughs> so he's failed a drug test and he's had to do a charity event at which he meets Anne-Marie, um, wow. who used to be on the children's TV show. It's a concept album based around the love romance <laughs> Of a, a league player wow. uh, with um, an ex uh, TV star, TV star, mm. nice, and, mm. and and song after song, and the album is con- you know, a whole album's worth. It's a dedication, yeah, just incredible yeah. songs like Mental Mondays and and all that kind of stuff. So we'll hear a bit of Anne Marie, and you can you hopefully hear from this why it's such a fun thing to listen to. Thank you. 
Great content. Yeah. Great. So, how many albums do these guys have? I think it's like three. Um, they they had <laughs> uh, this uh, Jersey Flag album, um, mm. which was I was asking the guys before, what's that? And it's a you know it's a rugby league competition, um, and they brought out one called Ellie Wacker, which um, followed it up. And the thing I really loved about everything I've heard them do is that they just find melodies and ways of putting songs together that aren't traditional you know you can, i think you can hear from that there's a kind of a backwards thing mm. going on there and the melody just works you know it's, mm. it's not revolutionary but it's just nice indie music of mm -hmm. the like uh you know i would have enjoyed you know back in the 80s and the kind of uh and dare i say 90s yeah dare I say 90s but it's, <laughs> it's kind of like um you know they've got a great reputation for live shows and i was really looking forward to seeing them but um yeah, one of those um, sad stories I'll say for another time. It didn't quite happen, but um, I'm sure it would have been great. And uh, I wanted to find something within Australia, so it wasn't mm. just an excuse. I, I can find obscure music in your own backyard, <laughs> um, you know, like, not, not just from three decades ago. Um, and, and, You're and just throwing it back in our face. Something like that, yeah. Anyway, um, there's a couple of other great tracks on there and uh, a couple of other great singles. Yeah, we'll so them the, put them on the playlists. playlists and yeah. um, that's all I have for you guys. But yeah. I hope well, he's, he's like a truffle yeah. dog, isn't he? That's he can more just than sniff enough. out the yeah, obscure, abstract, no one's ever heard them. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it's a skill. That's, yeah, call me the truffle dog again. <laughs> Let's see that Glasgow come out. Oh, I would like that on a t shirt. Some sort of Lords of Lords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The truffle dog is the truffle in dog. Oh, Jesus. Brilliant. There oh, we go. Anyway, that was fun. Um, Thanks, Kev. Yeah, now we'll, yes, we'll definitely you. revisit that because, uh, yeah, certainly never heard of those guys. And We know you've got um, deep pockets. Yeah. Well, I was a bit worried that someone would just pipe up. Like, oh, I've heard of those. You know, so <laughs> I had to go pretty dark. Uh, <laughs> wow. Mission accomplished. Well, yeah, well done. That's good. Yeah. So definitely get onto our uh, playlist on Spotify and check out some extra tracks from each of those artists that Kev mentioned there, and you'll be able to get a more rounded um, vision of what those bands are about. And please also go into our social media, go into iTunes Music, and wherever you're listening to your podcast, give us a rating, give us a comment, um, give us a thumbs up, give us whatever the platform has that can show some love to us. It helps us, uh, you know. Yeah, avoid the angry faces. And yeah. the, mm. <laughs> helps you us know, spread the love to others around the world. Yeah. So, uh, so while you're, that's right, when you're in costume, when you're out trick-or-treating. Yeah, you know, hey. just tell everybody about the yeah. Lords of Loud. And, and take your dead cats. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, when you're in your Lord Owl costume, which would be horrifying for most children, <laughs> I mean, seriously, just give us... Yeah. And that's just a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Remember, kids? It's just a pumpkin, just a pumpkin. nothing no else. That's right, because he's pale enough that it looks like it goes from the neck down. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. But please, of all things, join us again on the Lords of Loud. Lords of Loud is recorded at Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network. 